What is happening? I'm back from uh, six weeks of paternity leave. Had uh, my wife and I um, had our first child actually back in November. Just word to the wise, a little recommendation if you work in e-commerce and you're um, uh, looking to start a family, see if you can maybe make it happen not the week before Black Friday. That's like probably the most important little bit of advice I'll ever give you on this podcast. Um, it was a very tired month of work and then I took bunch of time off after that to hang out with my wife, my son, and it's been awesome. Um, I actually don't even know, Corey, when we're going to release these, but um, you know, maybe maybe you're hearing this the same time as you heard the first two and there was no delay in your mind, but there's been a delay in our mind. But that actually creates an awesome opportunity for what this podcast is. The idea here is that at 4x400 um, and Common Thread Collective, kind of in combination of the two with our content, we want to give you um, sort of unprecedented access and clarity about what it's really like to run your brand. So I have actually been in the process coming back into work in the last couple of days um, after I sort of did a bunch of setup to step away. I then have been in the process for a couple of days of kind of reacquainting myself with what the heck is happening in my business. Um, uh, I, like you, uh, am not somebody who was able to, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are not able to step away for six weeks and never look at it. So I won't say that I didn't do any work, work over that time. I definitely did some. Um, but uh, but yes, there was, um, there was definitely some reacquainting that had to happen. And the biggest thing that happened is, first of all, I think last we talked, I was telling you about our cash situation and how tight it was getting before Christmas. Um, to be totally honest with you, I don't even remember where, where I landed on what I said about where we got to at the end of that, but here's what I'll say. It got down to like, we've got like 100 grand in the bank and like 300 grand liabilities. It doesn't look that good going into Black Friday, going into Christmas, all that. We came out of that with a few hundred grand uh, ready uh, to go, a few hundred thousand dollars um, kind of in the bank, a bunch of debt paid down, all that kind of stuff. So everything was looking a lot better um, when I came back from Christmas break and I was really stoked. Uh, then, then I came back to reacquaint myself uh, with what was happening in my business and I saw from my director of finance a big giant minus $100,000 in January. Um, and that sucks. <laughs> it was like, it was just a huge bummer. I, um, on the one hand, I was watching revenue some while I was away on paternity leave, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, so, so I kind of knew the basic sense of where businesses were. And when I came back and saw that report on our cash flow, I was just, I was just so frustrated. Now, some of you, because I'm recording this in the middle of February, um, some of you already know what it took me a few minutes to kind of uh, figure out, which is that the situation was not actually as bad as it looked with the minus 100,000. A couple things happened. First of all, I did a pretty bad job of um, projecting how many refunds I was going to have to process in January. And I know CTC clients have talked about like not wanting to increase spend because they're processing so many refunds. This is just the reality of the flow of the year, right? You process a ton of orders in November and December. And then that means some of those people, even if you have a solid refund rate, um, for us, it's like less than 5%. Uh, if you, for all of our brands, if you have even numbers like that, there ends up being a bunch of money. And if you don't plan for that, then there's a big cash hit that happens. Well, we planned for it in one sense, but I did a bad job building my projection. Um, I put, I sort of assigned those refunds to December instead of to January. And that was just a simple accounting mistake by a guy who's not an accountant. Um, and, and so when that happened, um, I came back and saw of that $100,000 loss, about 30 grand in refunds. Probably, typically, it would be between all of our brands about 10. So there's, there's like 20 to 25% of that that was just bad accounting projection by me. Um, another thing happened 
which is that we bought a bunch of inventory. Uh, and that is just part of the regular flow of the year. There's, again, not a ton I could really do about that. A large inventory purchase that we're gonna realize the value of, um, not kind of a regular sort of thing, that we're gonna realize the value of um, forward-looking over the next few months got placed in January. So again, cash flow-wise, big hit there. That's probably another 25% or so um, additional to what we normally would be doing of that $100,000. Third, um, so the, the, uh, there's the, the forward-looking aspect of an inventory purchase. Uh, there's a backward-looking thing, which is that we pay our shipping and our three, or, excuse me, our 3PL partners um, after the fact. So after we shipped all those orders uh, for Christmas, uh, which was a way larger order volume than usual across all three brands, in particular FC Goods, uh, which is a massively um, concentrated holiday product. It's a great gift product, so we always sell way more FC Goods at holiday. Um, that meant that I was processing the cost of shipping all of those wallets and leather goods um, in January. So, uh, so again, there's probably another 25% or so of that cash hit uh, from that. And one last thing, which is that we missed projections on Bamboo Earth by a little bit. As it turns out, actually, we projected Slick and FC Goods almost perfectly. We, I mean, uh, at least on the bottom line level in particular, we we're kind of right around where we wanted to be. Bamboo Earth is a younger business. We've actually never been to January with Bamboo Earth before. We didn't really know exactly what we were gonna hit. And this is another reality of early stage businesses, which is that, um, first of all, I think, um, projecting is a skill, and there's some content that um, I've been looking into, maybe I'll talk about this more, we're gonna, we're gonna use this for some updated projections throughout the year to get better at that with a, a cohort model of projections. Um, so, so part of it is I, don't, I think maybe we don't have great methodology around building our projections because it's a real skill and there's a real challenge there. The other thing is, in an early, early stage business that's growing as fast as something like Bamboo Earth is, um, Bamboo Earth was doing about 10 grand a month when we acquired it. it in January. It did about 250, I think, or 240. So massive amount of change in the business, um, really, really fast. So, but still the error bars on your projections for a business that young for a time of year you've never been to are just gonna be wide. So uh, they were in this case as well. Um, in the next couple months, we'll reproject the year and we will just constantly look at that every quarter to be good on that. So you put all that together and there's a big loss. Um, and so here's kind of the takeaway for me from all of that. The first is, um, get a little bit better and more careful with your accounting and with your projections. Like assign your refunds to the last month, not to the month that you're on. It's like, I know somebody is yelling right now at their screen or their car or whatever going like, of course you idiot. Like this is just an area where I was green and, and, and didn't do my best work. Um, so there's part of it. Um, another thing though, is just to recognize that this is the weird battle of, on the one hand, living off of a P&L, and on the other hand, living off of your cash flow. Um, cash flow is different than your P&L, it just is. Um, you all know this in some respect, but you just have to keep doing that. And for me, the actual takeaway was, don't freak out. Cause that's what I first started doing. I saw a $100,000 loss and I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, what it, how did I already blow it? Like we just had a great Christmas, how did it already happen? Um, don't freak out. Just after that, I came into my meeting, actually my, my actual first day back of work from paternity leave, I came into a meeting where I realized that in the middle of January, and of course, by the way, in all of this January, it just is the slowest time of year in e-commerce, so there's another factor there, unless you're like a fitness brand or something. Um, so in the midst of that, I came into uh, to a meeting where I looked and also saw that on a directional P&L basis, for the first time ever in 4400's history, uh, in a non-holiday month, we are profitable. Um, and like, so, so actually in the midst of feeling this huge loss, 
at the same time, we're making giant strides towards um, uh, towards much bigger gains. And so, um, so don't freak out. Stay the course. Hang in there. You can do it. January just. I mean, maybe the real takeaway here is that January just sucks in e-commerce. Maybe that's just the whole battle. Um, that's where we're at. There's so much cool stuff coming, and I'm really excited about this opportunity to tell you about it. We have, at the same time, and I'm going to lay it all out for you in a future podcast so this one doesn't get too long, um, but we have, uh, we have a brand on the rim that we have signed LOIs with should close maybe by the end of this month. I'm recording this uh, right, uh, February 20th, I'm recording this. Um, so that could be by the end of the month. I can't quite tell you about it yet, but I will soon. Um, so the new brand coming in, I'm going to tell you in a future episode all about exactly why we want to acquire that business, uh, assuming that we close it. And I think we will, um, uh, exactly why, what we're excited about, exactly what we're worried about with that business, um, what we like, what we don't like in every step of it. And we're just going to walk through how we look at acquiring um, a brand and, and all the ins and outs of that. Um, we are at the same time listing one of our brands for sale. So um, again, more on that coming in the future, but we're right there. I will tell you exactly why we're doing that relative to why we don't believe that with our management of that brand, we will make more money by holding it than by selling it. Um, and, uh, and so that requires some future projection and some, some ins and outs. So there's that, plus I'll walk you through soon kind of our entire year projections and our plans. Um, that's the plan. Uh, hope that was helpful to you. Hope you're encouraged. It's now the middle of February. I hope all of you have gotten over your January freak out. Mine was just delayed. Peace.